0: What's up homies? What's up homies? I'm Erica
1: and I'm Rochene.
0: And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we continue on um, with our December spirit episodes. But we wanted to do something, something to encompass the whole year today um, because it's actually been a pretty busy year for horror movies Mm -hmm. and it's a year that we have been oh trying to keep up with but just not at all (laughs) but there's a lot of stuff that came out this year a lot of i think pretty big stuff that came out this year but also some stuff that i think kind of flew under the radar and we thought it would be kind of fun to do a a year a year recap with the homies um for our final December episode we just thought it'd be kind of kind of interesting to take a look back and maybe discuss some things that you guys were maybe hoping that we were going to talk about and we didn't get a chance to and also let you guys know that we we hear ya, we see ya, we know that there's some movies that came out this year that you want us to do full episodes on and we just want to reaffirm your your feelings and let you know that we are planning on doing those. So, yeah, it's just going to be a, a 2021 review, <laughs> basically.
1: Basically, a year in review from the homies with the, the homies,
0: homies. For the homies.
1: By um, the homies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, uh, we, had to, we had to do it with some nog in hand. This so is true. I think we both are sipping on some eggnog, mm-hmm. alcoholic of
1: the course. the adult kind, um, yes. twenty-one plus. You know, uh, if you in the states, and then whatever your standard drinking age is, AGC. wherever else you're listening mm-hmm. wherever to you listening, wherever this episode reside.
2: from. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, we got some alcohol in hand, uh, the noggy kind, and we're ready to to hop into the year or hop back through the year. I shall say. Um, So first of all, before we get into it, I would just love to give a virtual cheers to all of the homies listening right now. Thank you guys so much for being here this year, Um, to the homies who have been here the whole year, and to the homies who may have just gotten into it, or maybe this is your very first episode of us. uh, We appreciate you regardless. We have had a friggin' blast this year, uh, chatting it up about all things horror and just everything with you guys. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to continuing that next year. So I just wanted to give you guys a cheers to you for being our homies.
1: Hey, cheers to that.
0: And also, this is a cheers to um Jensen from the fright crew who refuses to admit how delicious eggnog is uh yeah this one's for you too because <laughs> it's good
1: <laughs> had to slip that one in there real quick
0: <laughs> uh, had to throw it in there you know just let him know
1: also um, isn't it so appropriate to because we're talking about 2021 to be drinking I think that's that's the only way <laughs> that one can accurately... Go back and talk about this year, because 2021 was a doozy.
0: 2021 was a doozy, and let's be honest, it's looking like 2022 is going to be a doozy as
1: well. So <laughs> That's yes,
0: true. end the year and go into the year drinking, if that is what sounds like your vibe, because it's a vibe for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, we got a lot of 2021 to get through, so... I think it's best for us to just start from the top, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. DJ, run that back, all the way, (laughs) (laughs) all the way to January, please.
1: But of course, but of course. (laughs) All right, homies. So let's start a year in review, shall we? And now we are kind of sort of tiptoeing into spoiler territory for you guys. Not our typical spiel at the start here. Uh, as we go through through the year, we may talk a little bit more about some movies than others, and for those that we will go into spoilers for, we will let you guys know ahead of time. But mm-hmm. taking a look at the beginnings of 2021, it actually looked like we had a bit of a slow start this year when it comes to horror. Um, we got Wrong Turn in early February, along with Willy's Wonderland, which were kind of the start the 2021 horror did you manage to check either of these two movies out
0: so wrong turn i have not yet uh watched however i have watched Willy's wonderland i will say i i wrong turn was one when I heard that they were coming out with a new one. I I knew I wanted to see it. Like, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I definitely want to watch that because I personally am a fan of the Wrong Turn series. Uh, Are they all great? Of course not. And (laughs) I think the thing about that series is they progressively got – worse as it went along and so i was really really intrigued by this one to see if they improve upon what we were left with right and also because it looked like it was going in kind of a different it was it seemed like it was getting back to a serious direction compared to the last movie of nonsensical business that we had gotten into mm-hmm. um so yeah and then of course look i see Nicolas cage in something and i'm basically on board so and willie's wonderland looked really fun and it is really fun so i definitely when i saw the trailer for that i was like yeah i definitely want to watch that
1: <laughs> oh yeah most definitely see wrong turn is one of those series that personally i wasn't like huge on throughout the years but seeing it get a kind of sort of reboot did interest me um so it is something that's on my watch list in terms of I'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. And then Willy's Wonderland, for the same reasons you said, I see Nick Cage and I get excited. Um, <laughs> also, kind of sort of pumped for this um, Nicolas Cage like reemergence that we've been getting recently.
0: Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for that new movie that's going to come out with him?
1: hmm. Uh, like a measurable talent yes. or Some, some <laughs> yes. really long title that's very artsy, but looks yes. like a great movie.
0: It looks I'm really I want to see that. I was like, yep. That's the trailer. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. like it it I love that. I mean, he's been doing it for years, but he definitely has been leaning into his kind of reputation and what people expect from him in movies. Mm-hmm. He has been doing it more and more over the years, and I feel like this is a perfect blend of of that vibe and I love that they're bringing other They're making a whole movie about it and bringing other celebrities in on the joke. Yeah. I just just think that's great.
1: And another cool thing about Willy's Wonderland is it seems to be loosely based off the survival horror game Five Nights at Freddy's, Mm -hmm. which I've played once before to a very bad ending. Um, (laughs) There's a much better way to phrase that, but um, did not go well. Did not go well the first time I played that game. And that was the only time I played that game. <laughs> However, it is still fun to see that influence um, in the theatrical world.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I love that premise. I think is a great idea, and it is a fantastic idea for a video game. But then I also think it totally makes sense that you would bring that into a movie world. Yeah, because um,
1: animatronics are freaking scary.
0: Animatronics are scary and um, also is fun Fina- uh fanaf for all you gamers out there um <laughs> is that single player is that multiplayer
1: i believe it's a single player game but i could be wrong about that okay
0: no worries i was just wondering um but yeah so that was our january i feel like we started off yes kind of slow or i'm sorry not january that was our February. Yeah, it was like that Um, that was our
1: January, February ish.
0: Yeah, uh, our month, our opening months. So Mm
1: -hmm. honestly, March too, right? Because we didn't really have anything in March, right? Right,
0: no, because we we didn't have anything in March. So that was kind of like the first three months. Those two movies covered it. Although Mm -hmm. we didn't get many releases, I was happy with what we were starting the year off with. Um, yeah. I thought those were good ones to start with. So I was pretty pleased. Although, I, you know, it remains to be seen. Like I said, I haven't seen Wrong Turn yet. So, uh, right. But Willie's Wonderland was a win for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So but I then- mean, granted, there, we were also off the heels of uh, COVID as well. So things were still weird at the mm-hmm. beginning of this year, um, which would explain why a lot of these titles may seem a little back-ended because most of these movies got pushed back due to right. the world being in a the pandemic. They're so, true. you know, just be understanding of 2021 being a little soft in the beginning.
2: Oh, but they but up, don't
1: they, worry. I was going
0: to say, oh, but they catch their speed. Um, <laughs> so next, we move to April, and we had a movie called The Unholy come mm-hmm. out in April. And... Uh, just and also just so you guys know, we're we're kind of focusing on theatrical releases for this list. However, we do have some like honorable mentions that came out on streaming that we will be talking about as well. Um, so if we skip over some movies that came out on streaming, that's why. Um, but also The Unholy is a movie that came out, like I said, in theaters that I did not hear about until we were making this list. <laughs> and we went and we went and we watched the trailer for it. And I don't know, what do you think, I After watching the trailer, is this a is this one that you want to catch or is this still kind of like a a miss me one for that?
1: I I think I'm in the middle ground with this one. I I'm interested after seeing the trailer. Um one you get Negan aka Jeffrey Dean Morgan <laughs> in anything you'll at least pique my interest because I do love that actor. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do love watching him work. So it'd be nice to see him in a different role um, than what I'm used to in the walking dead. Um, And the premise seems kind of cool. You know, I do like that they released this kind of religious horror thriller, like right around Easter time. I think that's a nice little like um, rebellious way to (laughs) drop your movie. Uh Um, and the trailer looked decent, but I will say nothing in it struck me as like, oh, we haven't seen this before. Um, it seemed like a lot of ideas that may have been used in past movies and it seems like they're combining them all into this one movie. Whether or not that's good, I don't really know, but the trailer did pique my interest at least.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so this will be one that is on my watch list, just not at the top of it
0: gotcha mm-hmm
1: what about you what are you thinking
0: yeah you know the trailer actually the thing that struck me the most about the trailer is it looks like a very beautiful movie like I mm-hmm. love the shots and the lighting that it seems like they're going with in this movie and yeah Jeffrey Dean Morgan big fan huge fan Um, so I was I was cool with that I I think you're right though it's like this this kind of a plot These don't always like peak my interest. I think as much as certain other genres of horror, Um, I have to be in a very specific mood to watch. Like more of a religious take on it, or even like, oh, it's it's you know someone. uh, It's it's like someone playing as a church figure, but it's there. Maybe they're really evil, like that Mm -hmm. kind of an idea.
1: Or the Um, scary evil nun imagery again, you
0: know? Yeah, it's an evil nun, oh my God. Get the cross. Never seen that before. Get the cross, it bursts into flames. Ah, like I (laughs) (laughs) I get it, I get it. And I think if I'm in the right mood, I can do those. But I felt the same way when the nun came out. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like not even... I wasn't look, I wasn't tripping over my feet to get to the theaters when the nun came out. I said, <laughs> baby, maybe on a Sunday I'll catch you, but I can't. I was like, I I just don't. It it has to hit me in the right mood. So it looks like a beautiful movie. It looks like the acting in it is pretty good. Lots of good actors in it. But the plot, though it seems interesting, did not like super strike my my thirst. Yeah, didn't I feel that. Quench my My thirsty mouth. (laughs) I didn't know. I I didn't know where that was going.
1: (laughs) I was like halfway between wanting to help you out there and seeing where you went. And I'm glad I picked option two.
2: No, (laughs) no, it's fine.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I agree with you. It's one of those ones where after watching the trailer, I'm not mad that I didn't see this in theaters. Mm. I do actually remember... Around that time, see, I, I remember seeing the um, the poster for this movie because um, mm-hmm. it does have a very specific poster art that I think is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I never got to watch it, but I'm interested. I'm yeah. interested.
0: But I think that's it for April, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's after April, like once we hit May, though. That's when things start popping off.
0: <laughs> My birthday month. I wonder why. <laughs> <You
1: know. laughs> um, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> but yeah, moving into May of 2021, we start seeing some big releases. Uh, I think the first huge one was uh, Spiral, aka mm-hmm. Saw Nine, mm-hmm. starring our boy Chris Rock, dropped this year, which I know was a big. Ideal for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Erica, did you catch this one?
0: Did I catch Spiral from the Book of Saw? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. I
0: didn't. Although I will say, I want to because mm-hmm. I like Saw. I do. But I let me tell you, I didn't like the Jigsaw that movie. It took me ages to see because mm-hmm. I just think once Saw ended even though i like saw enough time had passed where i think my my peak like when i was really checking for that story and wanting to know the plot and everything it got wrapped up for me at the end of the original franchise and Mm -hmm. so when they started adding more things onto it i was i thought that was cool but i wasn't necessarily needing to see it right away Uh, i think the thing about spiral that was the most interesting to me was that it was chris rock doing it and you know samuel L. jackson was in it it was it felt like it was i was more interested in seeing what they did in the roles than i was about anything with the plot and Mm -hmm. i may have mentioned this before and i think it's because Like I said, I haven't seen it. So this may be I may be totally off base here. But for me, where saw started to go wrong for at least what I was wanting from it is when they started to focus a lot on the police aspect of the story and it started Mm -hmm. to feel much more like a police thriller with some deaths thrown into it, with some
1: death and torture.
0: So then spiral the spiral trailer drops. And it's bad boy, bad boy. What you going to do? Like, I, it was cops. I, I, it was cops. <laughs> and they were done. Di- yes, there were still traps. But we were completely focused on a police story. And I did not know if that was what I cared about anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was where my trepidation came, I think. Okay. With Spiral. But I, I still want to see it. I still want to see it.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And. Interestingly enough, I'm on the flip side there, where I enjoyed the police story mm-hmm. of the like original Saw movies. I think way more than the um, torture aspect of it. Some of the some of the games <laughs> games say that very loosely. Some of the activities <laughs> that uh, the characters had to go through were interesting, but yeah. I think what was always pulling me back in was the relationship between the police force and Jigsaw. And I also think throughout the series even though they paid more attention to that for me it got worse and worse each iteration Mm -hmm. so my my love for saw has definitely faded over the years i think saw one through three really had me and then all the rest i've casually watched um you know in my free time uh so that's why when spiral came out i wasn't in a huge rush to see it either I was interested, I was intrigued, but at this point we've already had a Saw reboot along with eight other Saw movies or seven or eight other Saw movies, and the franchise for me was just tired. So it's like, I was excited at the premise of a different take on something that I grew up with. But I was also very exhausted with this thing that I have grown up with. So,
0: right. You're just, it's, it feels tiring after a while. Spiral, when Spiral was announced, it was like, just, I don't know. It just felt like, felt like your ex that, that like messages you out of the blue after a couple of years and it's like, <laughs> hope you're doing well. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I, mm-hmm. okay. I was until, until just this now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So, but I, yeah, it's, It's definitely, we're probably going to do a Saw episode, guys. I would like to say that because as you can see, it seems like we both are attracted to different aspects of that um, series. So expect a Saw episode in the future and hopefully we can touch on Spiral for you guys as well.
1: Yeah, we definitely need to cover the series in some kind of capacity. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, some way. Of course, like we said, there's 30 of them, so we'll figure it out. We will figure it out.
1: (laughs) So that covers Spiral. And then also in May, we had another heavy hitter release in the form of A Quiet Place 2, Mm -hmm. which as many of you guys know is the sequel to the original Quiet Place. Um, and it was a sequel that we, I think, were both pretty excited to check to check on. And we even did a full review of that. So if you want to go back and listen to our thoughts on A Quiet Place 2 in full, you can check that episode out. But uh, the short version is we both really, really liked it. Definitely a watch for me if mm-hmm. you didn't catch this movie. Um, Erica, I'm pretty sure you agree as well yes. based on our conversation on this one. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So if you haven't seen A Quiet Place Two this year, definitely one of the big hitters in terms of horror. Um, check that one out, and then subsequently check out our episode as well. Um, but speaking of episodes, uh, an honorable mention for May is we did have the drop of Army of the Dead from our boy Zach Schneider. Um, this one wasn't a theatrical release; it was a ne- it was a Netflix release. But we did cover this movie in our po- in the podcast. And so we thought it would be nice to include it in this list as well. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Yes. So, yeah, May coming in strong, starting mm-hmm, to pick mm-hmm. up some steam, which kind of steamrolls us into June, uh, where we see Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It uh, comes out first thing first in June. I think it comes out like June 4th. Mm-hmm. Um and you guys already know what we've done every other movie of the conjuring so we plan to cover this one as well but i do want to know so it's not it's not one that we can miss because (laughs) we we feel that we need to end out our conjuring our little conjuring trilogy um so it's definitely one that we will be catching but i want to know i guess just How'd you feel when you saw the trailer for this?
1: I felt an equal mix of excitement and fear
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: where I was excited because I do love the Conjuring franchise, um, both movies, um, covering both of them was a lot of fun and watching them is always a blast. I do, I do still feel like I prefer the original Conjuring over the second one. So going into a third one. I was a little worried and a little skeptical, I'm not going to lie. Um, but at the end of the day, I felt the exact same way going into The Conjuring 2, um, really afraid that it wasn't going to live up to the first one for me. And I was pleasantly surprised with the second entry into the series. So for me, I have I'm I'm hopeful that this one is going to be good. Um, but who's to know? We'll see. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Um, but I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, what about you? How do you feel?
0: Okay. When I first saw this trailer, I was a little bit upset because mm-hmm. once it ended, I was like, "Holy CGI, Batman!" It seems <laughs> like this this one is a um, more action heavy than the predecessors which mm-hmm. i think is something we have seen from the conjuring is they keep upping the stakes for each one right they they keep making it so that things feel more intense every single time so that you're a little bit more worried about our warrens um, and it seems like that's still the case they they're upping the stakes it seems especially for lorraine but i was a little bit disappointed because it just seemed really cgi heavy i felt mm-hmm. you could clock the green screen super easily and for a movie that started off so practical or a movie series that started off so using so much practical effects it kind of bummed me out but haven't seen it So maybe it's not going to be as big of a deal as I thought. I think I just noticed it a lot because the scene that they used with her like falling off the cliff and stuff, that was such a huge part of the trailer. It was the end of the trailer. And all I could think was, ma'am, you're on a soundstage. (laughs) You are not (laughs) on a cliff. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's true. It's true. And like the third movie in any series is always just a a coin flip, I feel like. Once Mm -hmm. you you get into movie three – Either you figured out the formula, or this is where the formula goes to die.
2: Right. So
1: you know, there's always that pressure going into a trilogy. But again, I love the series. Um, it's a it's a it's a horror franchise that I have held very dearly over the years. So I'm hoping going into the third one that it is good yeah. and that things aren't you know too overused. I think that's my biggest worry. Is that I'm going to watch the third one and I'm just going to feel like I'm watching scenes from the first and second one. Right. Just compiled all over again.
0: Right. Well, and you're right. It's like they already had they already had the Krabby Patty formula on the first one. They nailed it. Mm-hmm. So you you would hope that they're just adding bits and pieces to that. And I think for me, that's I liked the second one because it felt. It felt very similar to the first, but just like I said, up stakes. But mm-hmm. this one seems like it's really intense. But yeah, we'll see. Well, like I said, we'll be doing an episode on it in the future. So do not fear. We will, mm-hmm. we will definitely be diving into that. Mm-hmm. And we round out June with Werewolves Within, which if you guys um, have heard or listened to our Scare Me episode, uh, this is also directed by Josh Rubin. Who Mm -hmm. was, you know, was the mind behind scare me and is also the one of the main characters of that movie So this was is his follow-up movie to that first one and we both mentioned in that episode that we were So excited to see what he did next and Mm -hmm. it's out and about it's here and
1: I don't think either of us watched it.
0: (laughs) No, neither one of us saw it (laughs) But we will. We're planning on it. Um, yes. We probably will do an episode on it because we had such a ball talking about Scare Me. And from the, tr- this is one that I even like once the trailer finally dropped and I saw it, I was, it just solidified my thoughts. I said, yes, I definitely want to see this. This looks great. Mm-hmm. And I did hear really good things about it. So I'll, I'm excited to check it out whenever we decide to cover it.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things, too. Um, If you recall, honestly, this was one that I tried to see. I really wanted to see this one in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, But just based on when it came out and during that time, it didn't work out that way. And then I think as soon as it was no longer playing in theaters... It fell, you know how things just kind of fall off your radar. Yeah. I think that was the case with this movie. I think this was one that I was super, super excited to see. Um, But because I didn't get to see it in theaters, it kind of pushed back my plans of watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, But after Scare Me, I am such a Josh Rubin stan at this point that I am just dying to finally get to tackle this movie. So I'm excited for whenever we do finally drop an episode on this one. But yeah, this is definitely a watch. This is I am not missing this one. I've waited, but I will not be missing it. <laughs> I will be watching Merbels within, most definitely.
0: But yeah, that rounds us out through June. Uh so we're like about halfway through the year at this point. Had some mm-hmm. real good ones. Had some good heavy hitters out so far.
1: Oh yeah. May and June definitely set the groundwork for the rest of the year. Um I do I, I do think July is when things started to heat up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um we are now in kind of like the summer blockbustery period of 2021. This is also around the time where I think more people, you know, people had just gotten vaccinated, so more and more people were going out. Right. Uh, pe- we had people going out to movie theaters, people were you know, leaving their homes, trying to get back to some semblance of normalcy. And along with that, we also got a couple movies that had been pushed back um, from last year popping up this year. A lot of them filled out the summer roster mm-hmm. um, in terms of movies. Um, but starting out in July, we had The Forever Purge, which was the newest entry into the Purge franchise. Kind of surprised that they were still pushing this franchise further. Um But out of curiosity, Erica, was this one a a movie that you wanted to watch or was this a miss for you?
0: Guys, they got me. I I wanted to watch this one because it made sense. I, I think the direction that they are deciding that they decided to take this movie in made a lot of sense. I think it's the only way that they could have continued this franchise is to say well what if people just decided that they didn't want the purge to stop because duh like Mm -hmm. why wouldn't people (laughs) decide that i'm honestly surprised they never looked at that concept earlier than they than they have because i know you know they've already done a prequel they've already done an election thing they've already done all these different They've been inside the house. They've been outside the house. They've been in a box. Like, they've been everywhere. (laughs) And so, yeah, this made a lot of sense to me. I think that they were smart. It looks like it's fun. The thing about the Purge movies is they know exactly what they are. And I applaud them for that. Because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I go to see people running for their lives in the streets and that is what i get and so i i'm not like a huge purge stan or anything but i enjoy those i feel like those are great movies to put on when you are in the mood for something that's like tiptoeing to the horror realm but you also don't necessarily want too much of a plot um, yeah, I feel like the Purge scratches that itch. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I would definitely watch this one
2: for sure.
1: Okay, most definitely. This one is on my maybe. Gotcha. I don't know if I'll end up watching it. I would definitely say that I think the Purge um, series as a whole has done some really cool stuff over the years. And I think this is one of those franchises that even if you haven't liked every entry or maybe you like one Purge movie more than another Purge movie, I do think each movie adds something new into this universe that they've been creating. And so for me, that much is compelling. Um, It's just the trailer for this one didn't sell me. Mm -hmm. The idea, the premise, I agree with you, is smart and I think is a very logical next step to where to take the series. Um, But I just didn't feel any hype. Like, I I saw the trailer in theaters before other movies, didn't feel the hype then, even rewatching the trailer la- later, I just didn't, there was no pull for me to, like, really want to go see this movie. Because um, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was satisfied with The Purge. I The, the last Purge movie that we got really kind of satiated me on the idea. Um, so a new one is something that I didn't need, but if it's good enough, I may give it a chance. Mm-hmm. It's just not one that I am racing to go watch.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I dig that. Yeah, this kind of is
1: what it is. But hopefully it's good, and I don't know. It, even if it is good, I would like to see maybe a break on the purge train and potentially tackling a different style of movie. But, you know, if if a certain movie makes enough money, they'll make more of them, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: say la vie. <laughs> but that kind of rounds out June with a... Really quick honorable mention going to the start of the fear street trilogy um, This again wasn't a theatrical release but fear street part one two and three released in June and July and um, Along with covering that movie or, or sorry along with covering those movies um, for me I really just want to give a shout out to that series because it really reignited my um, my slasher love, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, I agree. I had such a fun time watching those. I think they're great slasher movies. And guys, the second one. I still think about that movie to this day. (laughs) I'll be in the kitchen doing something and I'm like, damn that was a good movie like I I love the second one Mm -hmm. I have watched it since we have reviewed it not to say that they're not all great but something about that second one just gets it it's everything I want in a slasher and I will say the whole series as a whole is great it's a great story it's fun It's shot well for the most part it's acted well and yeah I feel like it's just a fun it's a fun watch
1: Mm mm-hmm But going back into July, we had some more releases, Um, one being another sequel to a movie that we covered in the past, Um, this one being Escape Room 2, Tournament of Champions. Mm -hmm. Um, Erica, how did you feel about this one? Because I know we had some conversation about uh, the Escape Room series earlier this year.
0: Yeah, so this is one that um, we have seen, and I think this movie is fun. It's it's not do I like it better than the first one no I still I think I definitely prefer the first one I appreciate what they're doing in this one though I think if you just want to go in for some mindless escape rooms and watch people escape which is what I want I had fun with that and I'm glad that they brought back you know Zoe and Ben because Mm -hmm. I enjoyed them in the first one. I enjoyed seeing them again. I love that they kind of touch on the issue, like the PTSD that they still hold from the events in that first movie, because yeah, of course they would. And yeah, the the escape rooms themselves are fun in this movie. I appreciate that they tried to go on like a grander scope and kind of show just how much Minos can do, because Mm -hmm. you really see in this one, how advanced they of course we saw it in the first one but in this one you're like oh these bitches can rule the world if they really wanted to <laughs> like they have no there there's nothing that can stop them because they can make anything Um. however i think the thing that is not so successful for me in this one is that the escape rooms the the timing of them and the way that things accelerate is off i don't think that they build up the tension as successfully as they do in the first one it Mm -hmm. feels like to me they'll get into the escape room and it goes from zero to 70 within the first minute so i don't buy that they still have time to figure out the room. You know what? Like things get yeah. things get too bad too fast. And so when they still have time to solve this puzzle, I don't I don't buy that in the same way that I did in the first one.
1: That's uh, yeah, that's fair. Also, Homie's going into slight spoiler territory here, just so you know. Um, but yeah, Escape Room Two: Tournament of Champions is for those that don't know, essentially a a, a sequel, a direct sequel to the first one, where everyone who is involved in this new round of escape rooms are all people who have been in the escape rooms before, mm-hmm. and I think for that reason, it allowed the people behind this movie to ramp up. I think the difficulty of these escape rooms and then in their own way um, push the tension along with that, because now it's like not only is it an escape room, but it's an escape room for pros. This ain't no baby escape room no more. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is the, this is the big leagues. And so I think for that reason, some of the challenges that they go through seem, you know, almost impossible. <laughs> um And I kind of agree with you there where in the original movie although all of the escape rooms and tasks seemed difficult there always seemed to be a way to get through them and i agree that their pacing always seemed to work well it always Mm -hmm. you know started off very quietly they'd find one or two things things would ramp up a little bit and then ultimately come to a climax where in the sequel they're not afraid to start these challenges off at a hundred and right. see where the characters go from there
0: at already Like already death is where they start. And then they said, but more death by the end of it. Cause
2: mm-hmm.
0: so take that first, that first escape room, for instance,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, cause I think where it's most, except the, the best escape room in this one for me is the, the second one where they're trying to get to the vault. I think that one is paced well.
2: Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. first
0: one and the third one are not because the first one it goes from oh everything's cool and then there's all this electricity in the room and they just and they have to duck and what there's so much electricity there's too much electricity in the room too quickly because for the majority of it i'm like no y'all would be smooth then like you would it's just (laughs) you would not be able to be running through this train with all of that in the room and so it 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 gets too high stakes too quickly and then for the third one you know there's there the quicksand sometimes it'll suck people down yeah but then other times they can run across it and they're fine
1: That was the one time it really bugged me. The train, I could uh, honestly let go a little bit just because the moment was so tense that I didn't care as much. Mm -hmm. I was bothered by the fact that the quicksand was very inconsistent in the third room.
0: Yeah, picking and choosing people. No, suck them down. If you're going to suck them, then do it. <laughs> like
1: don't let's play see
2: around. the
0: let's see the equality. Yeah, I'm like, "Why? Why is Ben running laps?" And Old Boy took a step and he was gone. So that that was a little bit yeah, inconsistent for me. And and I still enjoy it, don't get me wrong. Like it didn't make me not like the movie. I think it just took away the fun of some of the rooms, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: what are your thoughts about like the ending of
1: this one well um you know funny enough i really liked escape room 2 like i actually really really enjoyed escape room 2 Mm
2: -hmm. like a
1: lot um and so the ending for this movie was one of the few times where i think the gotcha ending actually worked
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and for me It worked because of its execution. I I mean, for one, I did not fully clock it. Like, I'll be real here. When the ending hit and I sat there, I was like, damn. Okay, I I see what y'all did there. And the fact that they even included stuff from the first movie into that too. I was like, okay, I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think all in all, when it comes to Escape Room 2, one of the th- reasons why I enjoyed it so much is I think I just enjoy the franchise so far and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. For me, Escape Room One and Two are doing everything that I wanted like Saw to do, but <laughs> Saw didn't do. Yeah. Where it's giving me that same thrill of watching people do these death games. And even with stuff like Squid Game, we've seen the we've seen the influx of people now all loving the death game genre. Right. Um, So I think this movie does a great job of taking that genre, taking tropes and stuff that we already know and using those and still crafting an engaging tale
0: mm-hmm yeah no I agree and you know what I liked about this ending is it almost made me feel like I was part of an escape room like I was mm-hmm. like oh I had puzzles along the way that like I could have put together and maybe clocked the ending I yeah. didn't but I liked that because once the ending comes you can look back at the movie and you can see everything from a different perspective Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really fun. Um, and I, I agree. I, I think what Escape Room does right is they, they're not kidding when they say this bitch is about an escape room. like Because that's it. Like They know exactly how long to stay in the rooms and how long to spend in between. Mm-hmm. And they know that the majority of the time should be spent solving and then very small downtime yeah and I think that that's really smart because we don't when we don't waste a lot of time in the beginning with our reintroduction to our characters, it's fast, it's quick, and we're in it. And we also don't waste a lot of time with our endings. Once <clears throat> they escape the room, we maybe get like five minutes quick to wrap it up, and they call it a day and And I have to give that to them I, I think. I think that these movies have like good rewatchability for me just because they are so fun. I still think I'm going to go for the first one um because Tournament of Champions is fun, but I still think I prefer the idea of new people to the game I think there's something really fun about that and Mm -hmm. also escape room 2 is basically escape room 1 like (laughs) it's basically escape room 1 with it's escape room 1.5 yeah so I still think I'd go for the first one but I'm not mad like I'm not mad about what they did I don't care that they didn't do anything different because I already liked the first one so like Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna be mad that it's the same
1: right exactly (laughs) Yeah, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And mm-hmm. for me, watching them move into this more meta sort of take on the death game slash escape room trope genre is a lot of fun. I'm excited to see where they go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this for me, this series is really shaping up to be something akin to, like, Cabin in the Woods, um, if done right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see... Now, I mean, it looks like we're setting up for a trilogy here as well. So I'm excited I to see what so. they do mm-hmm. in the third movie whenever we get information on that. Uh, but yeah, Escape Room 2, a little bit of a standout surprise. Uh, wasn't expecting to like that one as much mm-hmm. as I did. But uh, this one came through.
0: Yeah, it came through. I give this one a thumbs up. I'd say I give this one, if we're going off of the way that we've been kind of talking about the other movies, I'd give this one a, a watch. Like oh, yeah. I don't think this is, especially if you like the first one, this isn't a miss for me. I think you should check this out. If you didn't like the first one, go ahead and skip it. Because, like I said, it's more of the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you're not going to like this one either. But, yeah. yeah but- it,
1: Watch the first one. You but, should watch the yes. first one before watching this.
0: Cuz it's it's literally picks up. It's like last time on Escape Room basically. <laughs>
1: and- oh, but that was really good. I give him credit for that. They did do it in a way that if you never saw the first escape room,
2: you're fine. All this, mm-hmm.
1: You're fine. You could watch this one without seeing the original, but you missed some of the nuance. Yeah, so the that's nuance what you thing. sacrifice. Yeah. But goddamn, if they did not do one of the best movie recaps I've ever seen, because it was so succinct. So straight to the point, I loved it.
0: And damn it if they didn't make me ship Ben and Zoe even more. <laughs> Can we right? get this man a date? Oh, my God. I was like, kiss him. I, I mean, I, I'm happy that they are, aren't are going in that direction. I kind of like the whole thing of like, no, they're just really good friends. Like, I, I mm-hmm. do think that's really sweet. But at the end of it, I was, I was like, like, give come him a on. kiss. <laughs> come
1: on, just ask for the kiss. Come on. Zoe just kiss
0: Kiss him! Yeah, but I get it. Also, last little side note. Um, apparently, there is a alternate version of this movie that stars Isabella Furman, who was the little uh, the girl in Orphan. Um, oh, shit. There's an alternate version of this movie that, has a to- that omits characters from the theatrical version and, and completely changes the ending. And it's, like, totally different. Like, it makes it a totally different movie.
1: Interesting. I would love to see that. Well, it
0: omits characters and then it adds new characters. And so it totally changes. So I wonder if they do do a third one, if they're going to go off of the theatrical ending. I'm sure they are. But Mm -hmm. I do think that that's interesting that there is a totally different ending to this. And I think you can only see it if you get the movie on DVD.
1: Oh, that's fun. Okay, we will have to check that out then for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, so that was uh, Escape Room Two. I mm-hmm. think honestly that was one that I was very very excited for this year. To yeah,
1: see. yeah, especially after finally watching the first one too, because mm-hmm. I it it's t- taken me a long time to watch the first one. And once we covered it, I was like, I'm hooked. I love the series. The series is so <laughs> good. I love these. Yeah, it's so good.
0: I should have uh, bought it. I rented it. I, <laughs> it. I don't right? know what I was thinking. I'm a fool for that one.
1: It's it's all good. It's 2021 we all broke. <laughs> uh, but finishing up July, uh we had one more release um, from a notable director M Night Shyamalan himself uh dropping the movie Old mm-hmm. in July. Um, which also got to watch this one. Uh Erica you did as well, yeah. I did. Mhm. Uh what 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 well, what's the consensus on this one was this uh was this a uh, you need to watch or was this a miss
0: bro this this movie should have called been called bold because my boy was <laughs> bold for releasing this <laughs> my boy had some balls to release this um look to be honest this is probably a miss but i kind of want to say watch it like just watch it mm. like i don't know I didn't like
1: it. I I hear what you're saying, actually. (laughs) I I, I definitely do.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I don't think if you have, I don't think it's like, oh, I need to see this. But you gotta see it. Like, you just, I need someone else to see this. (laughs) 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 I didn't look. I'm upset because, well, first, did you like this movie?
1: I didn't hate it. Man, love it.
0: Okay. Well, I started off this movie liking it. Once again, homies, this is a spoiler one because I need to talk about
1: this. <laughs> Erica's got a vent.
0: I got a vent. Um, Yeah. So I started off this movie liking it. Like the first like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of it, I actually really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... I don't think this plot is is sustainable enough to be as long as it was. Mm-hmm. I don't like what any of the characters said, did, or the way they <laughs> acted.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and I just think it. The thing about it is. I felt like we had some great groundwork in this movie. But the moments that I felt like were most impactful and the moments that I really wanted to be driven into, we just swerved around them and we went to things that felt so insignificant in the moment and
2: mm-hmm.
0: like they weren't really what i cared about for me the things that i thought were so interesting were the the aspect of the kids and watching them in the beginning and saying okay what are they going to be like when they when this starts to happen like Mm -hmm. that to me was what i thought was going to be interesting boy was i wrong and then (laughs) and then also you know our main our main parents relationship the this idea that they had i i wanted more of that especially because i think one of the more poignant moments of this was when they were getting old and they were and they had that moment as a family on the beach on the beach and they were just kind of like singing she was singing to her mom and and they had this moment where they were with their parents when they passed away i feel like that is what this story should have been just the fear of getting old and not only that but the fear of watching your parents Get old and die in the matter of a day. That's scary. That alone is scary. I don't feel like we needed to add in this little twist of these health complications. That, to me, was when it got ridiculous.
1: Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's weird because, God, this movie, it's really, it's so hard to to decide things about this movie. Um, It's bad. Yeah, yeah. So the medical <laughs> stuff, it it didn't bother me because it came back around at the end and I think I was so just bewildered <laughs> that a uh, not not so much at the twist, but at how grounded the twist for me was in terms of Shyamalan twists. Mm-hmm. Um where I, where not, did everything make sense fully? No, not really. But like the idea that this company is like basically using human lab rats in this mm-hmm. weird fantasy time area to test, um, you know, different medicines and stuff. I thought that that was an interesting concept um, to be underlying all of this. Uh You know, my issue with old is just. It's boring, dude. It's It's a boring movie. It's so
0: boring. And I I actually liked the twist. That was actually a pro that I had, was I thought that the twist was actually pretty clever. I I, I didn't expect it, and I thought Mm -hmm. that that was a good idea. But everything in between it (laughs) was bad because none of these characters are interesting enough to ride the most interesting character to me was mid-sized sedan and my yeah, voice gets taken out
2: gets done quick. dirty
0: and and nobody acts the way that people were handling things was so infuriating mm-hmm. to me that I I had to walk away for a minute i I just <laughs> needed a break. I really needed a break. It was making me crazy and 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 there's certain there's a way that that can work like there's a way that could be okay like if if we're going for that kind of a vibe or if it's if this dialogue is meant to be that way to fit some kind of a tone that's fine, but it's not because the beginning. That they weren't acting like that in the beginning. These characters are completely competent. They're totally fine. They get to the beach and it's like, oh, int- uh, my brain, shut it off.
2: <laughs> no, <we're normal. laughs>
0: She's on a break. She's on vacation as well. I'm not thinking anymore. I'm just, except for the nurse. I'll give that the the nurse character was also a good character. But like I said, they kill off all my favorite characters <laughs> first and then i'm stuck with people that i don't care about and honestly i thought the pregnancy storyline was re- it was one of the worst parts of this movie for me
1: yeah that was eh, like i kind of got it but it was just weird and unnecessary and yeah. we didn't need it no. like we like we really didn't need it um, and
2: i didn't care
1: <laughs> and i didn't care <laughs> yeah it's, it, it what's funny is like old for for all intents and purposes, it, it, it feels like a stage play in a way. Yeah. The, the idea and, like, the characters and the setting and just how they're interacting with each other, it feels very stage play-esque. And even though you take this stage play-esque vibe, you put it on this very pretty beach, and you do shoot some very pretty shots with it. I do think M- Night Shyamalan shot this well, again. I think most of the time that's the case with Shyamalan is he'll, he'll at least shoot things well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just at the end of the day, watching this movie, the most intriguing thing to me was what was going on at the beach. What is happening with this beach? That's all I care. I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care that the kids were growing up. I didn't really even care that people were dying. I was just like, what's up with the beach? Mm-hmm. What's going on at the beach? And then we get what happens at the beach. And I was like, okay. That's kind of cool. But was it worth all the time I spent sitting watching this movie? I don't know. You nah, know?
0: Yeah. It's. Yeah. You're like, well. Cool. All that, <laughs> all that for this. hmm. And I feel like there are a lot of inconsistencies with the actual aging itself. Um, that didn't track for me because some people were aging much more rapidly than others Mm -hmm. and i do love that line where they're like you know it's showing on some people more and mid-sized sedan is like you know it's the first time they wish they were black like i thought that was funny (laughs) but at the same time like mid-sized sedan has been there presumably since sunrise and he looks exactly the same as he did in the beginning of the movie as hey, he, uh,
1: crack, uh, until
0: he dies, okay. But that's 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 witchcraft. <laughs> that's something else.
1: <laughs> Erica, had, My argument is Pharrell. And no, the defense no,
0: because <laughs> even Pharrell, even Pharrell, you could see some. Uh, you know, he's he's aging. If you're telling me that you know he uh, half an hour on the beach is like eight years or something, and he's been there presumably for at least six hours before anybody else shows up, my boy should look a little peppered, a little gray.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> give, maybe before he got there, he feet. was bite-sized <laughs> tricycle or something like he that. He was you only know
0: 12. I mean? He was only 12 when he got there, yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we actually met him and he was already growing up.
1: Look, just accept that we immortal, Erica. Just take oh, your powers and go. My
0: bad. You're, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I take <laughs> it. I accept it. I just was a little bit taken aback and my last note the last thing I'll say about it Mm -hmm. is the character of the character of Crystal Mm -hmm. I was really upset with what they did with her (laughs) because
1: oh yeah that was
0: that was out of pocket (laughs) that was very much out of pocket because i felt like they could have done something really interesting with her she is a character that is very obviously focused on their beauty and but i feel like we see a lot of different sides to her that are really interesting and that's okay if she ends up being the kind of person who is afraid to age and and does and is so terrified of what they're going to look like. Like, that's fine if that's what they want to do. What I don't appreciate is that scene where they act like she is the hunchback of Notre Dame and, and the two kids are like the townsfolk and they're like terrified of her. And she's like, They're like they treat her like she's a monster, all of a sudden, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: just because she tells she's telling them to not, she doesn't want anybody to see her. They keep trying to see her. Let's see your
2: face.
0: Yeah, and she's like, no. And then all of a sudden, she becomes this like evil creature that they're terrified of. And I was like, that really sucks. I really (laughs) hate that that is how her storyline ended.
1: Yeah, that imagery was gross though. That was yeah, grotesque. I it, hated that.
0: <laughs> it was a it was great imagery, but why'd they do my girl like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why'd she get done dirty like that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's old release uh, this year in July. Again, missed from me. Um, Erica you're like kind of like
0: miss ish miss Ish, like I'll give it a thumbs down But I will just say if you want to if you're a kind of person who likes seeing movies that like are just Ridiculous like I would I would recommend seeing it. I will say I agree with you It's not as fun as the happening like the happening is a bad movie That mm-hmm. is still fun. This movie is a bad movie, but it is pretty boring but I, dude, you just have to see it to believe it. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) You just gotta watch it. (laughs)
1: That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that rounds out uh, the pretty knockout month of July. Um, Mm -hmm. One last little honorable mention. Um, There was a release of a little Netflix series called, or sorry, a Netflix movie called A Classic Horror Story, which I did not get to check out but looked really really engaging.
0: Yeah, looks awesome.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be definitely be on my watch list going into the new year. Um but continuing down 2021, we hit the month of August where we had um we had some stuff to talk about. Ain't that right, Erica?
0: Yes. So, first in August, we have Don't Breathe 2.
1: Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. The
0: sequel to a movie that we have covered before, Don't Breathe. Um, And I think for both of us, we were really wondering where exactly they were going to go with this story. Mm -hmm. um, Because it is completely following our, our blind man from the original one. And you know how the original one ended then you are probably wondering why why
1: what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) that's that's all just yeah why
0: (laughs) um but yeah so we both were really kind of questioning how they were going to continue his story and sustain this new plot especially after seeing the trailer and seeing that there is a new little girl um involved and Mm -hmm. who seemed to be being taken care of by him. So we both checked out the movie and what did, what did you think? Uh,
1: For me, it was okay. It was just okay. The original don't breathe. If you remember our episode on it, uh, was a surprisingly good movie, um, with some super enjoyable stuff. Uh, I'll bet some problematic stuff as well, but, um, still a fun movie overall. And so looking at the trailer for the sequel and going into that movie, yeah, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And I feel like with Don't Breathe 2, what we really got was less of a horror movie and more of just an action movie following the blind man, which isn't the worst thing in the world because I, I will say there was some cool combat and some cool action um, throughout most of the movie honestly and some of the plot points were kind of cool too but um what i think was a disappointment for me is that that tension that was just intoxicating in the first movie i feel like was really really lacking in the sequel and that bugged me
0: yeah you're right i mean this is this is definitely more of a thriller action movie than a horror. And I think that's because in the first one, you are following a group of kids who really don't know what they're getting into, and neither do we. In this movie, we already know what we're getting into. We already know that, you know, the blind man is gonna be like, you know, a badass fighting everybody. And we're more from his and Phoenix's perspective. So we're not like really, we're not scared of, because we're we're from the perspective of really like seeing what's happening and what's going on. Yeah. So it's not scary, it's nothing to be afraid of, especially because we know of what he is capable of. It's more, yeah, like of an, an action of just trying to follow them and, and watch them fight back. But mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to okay i thought this was really good i i enjoyed i'm i think what they did that was pretty clever was they stayed in the house for a lot longer than i anticipated which was what i liked about the first one and when i stopped liking the first one it was when they started to kind of trail away from that but the best Parts of these movies are those like sweeping shots of the action throughout the house and just kind of like following along with that, being a fly on the wall for that. And I was really happy that so much of this movie was that. And another thing is, I think for both of us, we were like, do we want to watch this man after everything he did in the first one? Mm -hmm. Are we going to want to watch him be kind of like an anti-hero in this one? And... I think this is another thing that I felt like was a good idea is it's a lot more focused on Phoenix than I think the trailer made it seem like it was going to be. True, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like in the trailer, it she, I it, when I saw the trailer, I thought she was going to be gone for a lot of it, but she's not. She really is our main character in this one, and he is just kind of there to protect and follow her, and I think that was a good idea because i'm not rooting for him and i'm not rooting for the the other people i'm rooting for her right. and i'm wanting to see her fight back and see her succeed and it's also nice because when he gets hurt i don't really care like i'm not like oh no like he gets hurt and i'm like okay because you know i, I don't <laughs> i don't mind if he if he gets hurt i just want her to be okay right. and i think that was a good idea
1: mhm I think a lot of this sequel hinges on your ability to not forgive the blind man for what he's done, but just be able to follow and root for him. And I think the addition of Phoenix really does allow you to do that. I think she serves the purpose of um, giving you a reason to give a shit about the blind man after everything he's done. And so I think that setup is good. And it leads to you really getting to see this guy go all out more so than we got to see in the first movie, which is cool. That's super cool.
0: Mm-hmm. He definitely gets to go full on. And there's some great uh, violence in this movie. Oh, because yeah. There's I give him that. Yeah. There's, there's,
1: some, there's some goodies. There's some there's goodies in this one.
0: There's so many more people in this movie for him to fight. And also, I think because we're in the original one our robbers although they weren't good people they definitely were who we were supposed to be rooting for and so in this one like i said you're not rooting for the the kidnappers in this one either so it's fun like it's just fun to see them get the shit kicked out of them because i want that to happen i want to see them get hurts and and oh we get it like we get it in spades i think Phoenix is a fun, like Phoenix is a cool character to follow because she is a little girl. So you do have that naive innocence about her, but she can hold her own. And that's mm-hmm. really nice to see. I think the thing that I didn't like about this movie was that they felt the need to put a twist in this one, too. Much like they did in the first one of the, oh, no, we're we're here we're good. Just kidding. We're bad. And I didn't need that. I didn't feel like it was necessary. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you. And for me, the twist wasn't too, too bad because we had already established that we couldn't trust those characters. Right. 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 So even going into it, I assume that there was a catch to what they were doing, but I agree that when, when that, when that shift happened we had it was about at like the hour mark it's about when we leave our first location and Mm -hmm. i do think i understand why we left locations but that really lengthened the movie by having us move and so although it was cool and led to some cool stuff uh yeah it was one of those could we have made this without that twist potentially i don't know Mm -hmm. um but all in all pretty enjoyable if you enjoyed the first uh the first don't breathe and you liked watching the blind man do blind man stuff you will really like the sequel um but if you were on the fence about the first one i definitely would call this one a miss personally
0: yeah well, and it, but it's funny though because i was on the fence about the first one mm-hmm. and i and i enjoyed this one i i actually think okay. i like this i think i like this one more than the first one Oh sure. So, okay. Well,
1: so, yeah. maybe I'm just wrong. Who knows? So well, <laughs> just
0: just something to think about. If if you felt like, if you agreed with the way that I felt about the first one, then I would say check this out. Yeah. Um, like if you had the same kind of cons, um, and also once again, I just have to give it to Stephen Lang is once again killing it as yeah. as Norman because that man, I don't know what it is about him. I hate the I hate the man, but he gets me like he'll have these moments where i'm like damn you yeah me that
1: is, sad. A, that is a true, <laughs> that's a true constant between both movies is his performance is absolutely phenomenal yeah um cool. that 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 much is worth watching
0: very true um so yeah thumbs up for me check it out if if you have seen the first one and that sounds up your alley, then definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, then to round out our August, we also had The Night House come out, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting to me only because it is directed by David Bruckner, who also directed The Ritual, and um, which we did an episode about, and mm-hmm. we both really enjoyed The Ritual. So I was, I think I just was really wanting to see him, do something different um
1: yeah this so, one yeah. this was the movie about like the woman and her husband dies or like mm-hmm. commits suicide or something like that yes. but then it's like he's possessing the house yeah or, like, it's kind of like
0: a ghost seems like it's kind of like a ghost story but maybe with a twist mm-hmm. um kind oh. of a thing
1: yeah it, it looks interesting i'm here for it her.
0: yeah obviously i mean i haven't seen it yet it, it i think because it's him i want to see it but i'm not I'm like cool with waiting for that one. I'm not totally dying to see that one at the same time. So yeah, I'll probably end up checking it out eventually.
1: Yeah, honestly, same here. (laughs) Um, But I think really what happened is that movie got overshadowed by another release that happened (laughs) in August that I think the entire world was talking about.
0: Is that, which one is that? Candyman. Oh yes, yes, Candyman. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah, Candyman.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, let me chill.
0: (laughs) hold mm-hmm. up let me relax let me relax <laughs> hey
1: keep count keep count
0: my bad, y'all yeah <laughs> uh so that movie came out august 27 and obviously we both have we both have seen it because we did an episode on it and we both saw it in theaters so yeah check out mm-hmm. the episode if you haven't heard it yet it, but you're right i do think unfortunately the Nighthouse got a little bit overshadowed because everybody was prepping for Candyman to come out.
2: Yeah.
1: But to keep it short and sweet on Candyman, because we do have an episode on that one, definitely a, a watch from me, uh, especially yeah. if you liked the first one. I think uh, worth watching, uh, if nothing else, just to compare, just to mm-hmm. see what they do in the in the revamp. Because I do think there are some cool things <laughs> that they did with this franchise.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely a must watch for us check it out, let us know. If you haven't yet, check it out, let us know your thoughts because I agree, I think they did a great job updating it, but still staying true to the, the classic, which is all you can really ask of a reboot. I, I love when they do that, when they hold elements of the classic one, but still try and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do that successfully, great. So yeah, check that out if you haven't yet. But that, what a way to end August.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were waiting for that movie for so long. It got pushed back so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I I don't think I'll ever forget the hype that just surged through August right before this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the horror community was a buzz, and I was looking ah, for
0: it. pun intended. Ah,
1: ah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but moving on into September, we quieted down a little bit. Um, but we still had a big release in the form of Malignant, mm-hmm. um, which released in September to a bit of a split in the yeah. horror community. A lot of people were on one are were on a certain side of the fence with this. Either you really enjoyed Malignant or you didn't. It seemed like there were only those two camps out of curiosity erica did you see this one yet did you pick a camp or are you no, still
0: i haven't seen it yet guys i'm slacking
1: okay. um
0: it's funny because i'm pretty sure i reminded you the day before malignant went off
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i said hey if you want to see malignant uh, if you want to stream malignant today's the last day and you said oh but thanks good looking out and you watched it but i didn't
1: <laughs> and i was like oh did you watch it And you're like no nah, I was nah. like, you told me to watch it
0: <laughs> i just wanted you to know because you didn't know that you could stream it
1: that's true i had no idea so um, yeah so i appreciate it. you were a real one for that <laughs> Um, But I guess being the stand in here because somebody didn't watch it on that last day. But I want uh, to.
0: I do want to watch it.
1: Okay. Uh, (laughs) well, I would say that Malignant is definitely a watch. Um, Whether or not you enjoy it, I think is definitely going to switch from person to person. This one is a uh, a, is a personal preference film. You you'll dig it or you won't. But I think Mm -hmm. it's worth watching to at least figure out what side of that fence you're on. Um, if you want to watch one of the most controversial opinioned movies, uh, Malignant is definitely one that you should not miss.
0: Yes. And we'll probably end up doing an episode, a full episode on that as well. So Mm -hmm. don't you worry, we'll be doing that.
1: But then we have the magical month. Um, the one and only the best month of the year.
2: October. October
1: of 2021, uh, Erica, what do we have on this glorious glorious month?
0: So we started October out with the movie Lamb, which Mm -hmm. came out at the very beginning of October, um, which I had heard about. I I have heard about and I looked the trailer up. It looks really, really interesting. I believe it's distributed by A24. Um, So it definitely is giving me kind of like the witch somar vibes
2: yeah. and
0: i love what they did with the trailer they also use um god only knows by the beach boys in it and i fucking love that song so <laughs> look if one thing i have discovered is if you use the right song in your trailer you've got me sign still delivered i'm yours like i'm immediately <laughs> i'm immediately in and i heard that song and and they do a great job with the trailer as well with giving you just enough to to make you go, huh, what's going on? But not too much where I, you know, I don't feel like I need to watch the movie. So right. yeah, I'm, I definitely want to check this one out for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah, I think didn't, I didn't really get to see this one. Um, granted, I, for me, moving into the last couple of months, I didn't get to see too many of these movies. Yeah. I wasn't in theaters as much in October, and November. Also, we were working our absolute butts off in October. <laughs> So yeah. There wasn't a lot of time to go and uh, watch movies, but Lamb is definitely um, on the watch list. Mm-hmm.
0: And so after Lamb, we had Halloween Kills mm-hmm. uh, for Which mid-October. broke the internet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's a mid-October one. So Halloween Kills is... One that we're going to wait and cover because we have to kind of get into the Halloween series. Um, yeah, we haven't
1: tackled the franchise on no, the podcast yet. we
0: haven't. It didn't feel right to talk about this movie without talking about any of the other ones. <laughs> All it's, the other ones. <laughs> especially, especially because Halloween Kills picks up right after Halloween 2018. So they go hand in hand. And we haven't talked about that Halloween yet. So... Yeah, we, we want to wait and do like do uh, some kind of, I don't know how we'll, we'll frame it. But we'll definitely cover this one. But this uh, was one where when it dropped, when the trailer dropped for it, I was super duper pumped. I was really, really excited, especially because I have been waiting for them to get to a point where everyone in the town just says, fuck it. Let's kill Michael Myers. Let's kill Michael Myers.
1: <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! That eggnog's hidden there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Let's kill Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that to happen, and, and we've gotten like tid, like bits and pieces and moments like that in movies past, but it felt really definitive in this one when i saw the trailer and it really felt like everybody was banding together and and that i feel like is makes a lot of sense i think it's a smart way for it to go and i was also excited that they were bringing back more people like more characters from the original and showing them all grown up i yeah so the trailer got me hyped i was really excited for it how about you
1: uh, pretty much same. I was I was hyped for the trailer, but this is another one of those franchises where when the trailer dropped, I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna have to go back and revisit all these movies just to get a refresher." Mm-hmm. And so I'm still working my way through the series, honestly. Um, so I haven't checked this one out yet. Uh, saving it, trying to savor. Uh, that that beautiful moment when I finally catch up. But I was excited nonetheless for this one. I know there are a lot of Michael Myers fans out there who really were very happy to uh, get to jump back into this universe. And I'm liking this trend of taking some of the killers and slashers that we grew, grew up with and giving them solid reboots slash um, updates to make them look prettier and work better for a modern audience, um, so seeing Halloween Kills, I was excited about it, um, and then seeing the response for it as well made me even more interested. So it's definitely, it's definitely a watch, hmm. um, but it's it, it's got some baggage because the rest of the series is a watch <laughs> as well.
0: Right? Maybe what we can do, maybe what we can do is cover the ones that are canon for Halloween Kills, because of course it retcons. There's like five different timelines for the halloween franchise right, right, right and so right. this movie retcons basically all of them except for the first one
1: yeah
0: and so maybe we can do something like that like halloween halloween
1: 2018 halloween yeah things. we'll cover strictly the sacred timeline no 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 alternate branches right.
0: although as we know the fourth and fifth one are my favorite but like <laughs> i get it it's not real in this reality so it's fine um (laughs) so yeah uh going off of that we then go into october 29th which gives us antlers last night in soho and Paranormal Activity next of kin.
1: Yeah, they were uh, there was no shortage of horror movies for this (laughs) October
0: (laughs) No, they said we got to get these out before the month ends. Just just get them out. (laughs) And they're like, okay So yeah, we had three pretty big movies releasing at the very end of the month Mm -hmm. and I think for me in order I was most interested in last night in Soho and then antlers would be second for me and then Paranormal Activity Next up, Ken would be third.
1: Nice, my uh, similar list, but I think I'd actually swap Paranormal Activity and Antlers, mostly because if you've heard me talk enough, you know the Paranormal Activity series is a bit of a comfort series for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoy watching those movies, even the ones that aren't good. I still like those movies. So, so I, I was excited for a new Paranormal Activity, um, but last night in Soho was. Most definitely top on my mm-hmm. list for the ones that I wanted to see. And one that I actually really enjoyed as well. I did get to see Last Night in Soho. And that is a for sure watch from me. Really, really fun time in the theaters. Uh, a, a appropriately creepy movie that does some very cool things with its cinematography and its score. Um,
0: and also, the actress main actress from last night in soho is also an old
1: this is true this is true uh oh yeah she plays the uh the daughter mm-hmm. yeah and she in last night in soho she's also really really good so uh performances knockout in that movie um y'all know i love me some edgar wright as well so mm-hmm. seeing him behind the behind the camera is always a refreshing bit of information and yeah, dude, it was a really good movie. It was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. And I think that if you give it a chance, you will as well. So definitely yeah. a watch from me.
0: And he nails those trailers. He, oh, his trailers, trailers are, are so fantastic. good. Yeah, I, I definitely... That was top of my list for most interested in... Haven't seen it yet, but planning on it. Um, Antlers, I was really, really interested in watching because I find the the t- like the folklore behind Wendigo is like something I've always been into so mm-hmm. I was really excited to see that there was going to be a movie about it and it looked like it was going to be a cool kind of tone to it as well so I, that's one that I feel like I saw a trailer for it forever ago. Of course, it got pushed back a lot because of the pandemic. So I do feel like I kind of lost interest in it over time. But when I found out that it came out again, I really it all came back still really want to see it I had I was gonna actually watch it before this but I could not find it anywhere to rent so I am waiting for that and then paranormal activity next of kin not gonna lie I did not think that was real when I saw that announced I thought it was fake I thought someone had <laughs> photoshopped like a fan like poster and we're like oh new paranormal activity but now it's real I I when i want to see what they're doing now because i don't know if i i didn't see the ghost dimension i never saw the last paranormal activity
1: so, oh you never saw
0: it nah i'd already fallen off i would already jumped <laughs> ship. <laughs> which you know I'm not <laughs>
1: mad at you for uh it's not great but right. you know they do their best to tie all the movies together um so that's fun and i think that was the big pull for this one is to see how they managed to flip this one into all the other movies as well. It's kind of like that Marvel Marvel vibe where it's like, you just want to kind of see how they're interconnected.
0: The paranormal cinematic universe, but I didn't ask for that. I felt like when they started doing, (laughs) when they started tying the movies all in together, I mean, it was cool, but at the same time, I almost preferred them when they were, when you could just almost watch them and have them be, separate tales Mm -hmm. because i don't necessarily i didn't necessarily feel like especially when you move past the original relationship of the two sisters once Mm -hmm. katie and her sister i can't remember her name (laughs) but once you move past their relationship i wish that they would have done them as separate stories that were the thing that was the same about them was the paranormal activity yeah. And I wish that they had made them all separate because then I would have felt more comfortable just checking them out as I, as I could and not necessarily being like, oh, how does this tie in? A, did I miss something? I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that movie because that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I hear you. It's one of those things that you either like or you don't. I I will not sit here and defend the paranormal cinematic universe. <laughs> um but again it's a guilty pleasure of mine so it's one I enjoy but yeah I, I i'm still i am still wanting to see this one no rush of course but curious enough um at the fact that it didn't get an absolute terrible score as far as reviews go it didn't get a great score but it didn't get like a zero so i was like okay mm-hmm. There's something yeah. good in here somewhere.
0: Something interesting in there. But yeah, that, that rounded out our October. Big old, okay. big old punch in the face at the end of October. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just slap three horror movies at you <laughs> and call it a month. Yes, and moving into November, we actually kind of round out 2021, um, finishing off the year with two more releases, one of which being the new Resident Evil movie, Welcome to Raccoon City, which I I'm probably going to be seeing probably sometime this week. Uh, this is one that I'm hoping to still check out in theaters if I can, but I have no qualms streaming this at one at home, but uh, I'm excited to see them take the Resident Evil universe and put it more in the chemical Resident Evil universe. Um, and a couple of the people that I know who have seen this one have said it's at least okay. Uh, which is more than enough for me to go and see it. <laughs> uh, And you're
0: like, say less. <laughs>
1: yeah, I really, I was like, you didn't say it was terrible? That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> I love the Resident Evil series. I've played through all the games. I've watched all the terrible movies. Uh, so I'm really hoping that the reboot is something closer to what the fans have been wanting. But that's still to be seen. For me, it is still on the watch list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, any interest in Resident Evil for you, Erica?
0: Yeah, I'll check it out. Look, I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not so much, I'm not a, like as big of a Resident Evil game person as you are. So I'm much, like, it's very easy to please me with a Resident Evil story because I don't know. Like, when they'll make, if they're making, like, uh, references to the game, I don't know. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, okay. So. I feel like I'm probably a little bit easier to please in that sense. As long as it's like a fun, good movie, then that's cool with me. And I like a a lot of the actors that are in it. And it looks like they are being a little bit um, like they're following the the story of the game more, which I think is probably good. It'll probably make more sense than the Resident Evil that they did before. Not to say that one didn't make sense, but i
1: i mean it didn't but yeah yeah
0: it didn't but at the same time like it wasn't too it didn't i feel like it as time went on it moved a lot worse the first one wasn't too too bad um
1: and also the lore of resident evil in general is not the best it is zombie opera 100 percent. but you know if you if you can find its charm it's a lot of fun, so yeah. hopefully they manage to capture that.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I will say I'm definitely more excited for Ghostbusters Afterlife,
1: mm-hmm. um, which is our other November which is our release. Other November
0: one. I definitely, yeah, that one looks like a lot of fun, and I've heard good things about it. I I didn't see when they did like the Ghostbusters reboot. I didn't see that one.
1: No, are you talking um, about the one that was like all women? That yeah, one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had no desire.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that one and I heard it was n- a, an absolute flop, uh unfortunately cuz I do like the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Even the sequels, okay. Oh, I am actually not huge on the sequel, but um I don't think it's terrible, but I uh, you know, getting a good Ghostbusters reboot. We've been we've been looking for this for years, right? We've yeah. been waiting, itching to get a good one. Um it looks like we may have found it this year.
0: Yeah, this one looks just really nice and fun. And I love, once again, the actors that are in it. And it feels like it's, seems like it's paying some nice homages to the original while mm-hmm. updating it.
1: But yeah, yeah so we, we kind of round out the year with Ghostbusters and Resident Evil in November. No big horror releases Uh, or at least notable ones in December. But all in all, not a bad year for horror. Mm. Not a bad year.
0: Not a bad year at all. I I actually feel like we had a lot of movies that were like sequels or continuations of something. So there's probably a lot for a lot of people to look forward to. Um, But at the same time, I feel like we had some great original content come out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a nice mix. I feel like,
1: yeah, some, some good oldies coming back and fresh new coat of paint and then some really great original stuff that we hadn't quite seen before. So yeah, it made for a very good year. So out of curiosity, what would you say was the standout movie for you in 2021?
0: I would probably say I'd give it to A Quiet Place too. Okay. I I really, really enjoyed that movie and I enjoyed seeing it on the big screen. And also, I feel like I had really been looking forward to that movie because I had enjoyed the first one so much. It's like one of my favorite movies. And I was really hoping that 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 they hit like struck gold again and then it wasn't going to let me down and so Mm -hmm. when it didn't it just made me really happy and I also just enjoyed it was the first movie that I went to go see in theaters um, Uh, since I mean since before the lockdown I can't remember the last time I went to see a movie actually I can It's I went to go see Invisible Man that's the last movie I saw um, okay. before lockdown but I still I don't go to the movie theater that often um,
1: this is true this and is true.
0: so yeah I don't know it just felt like really nice to be back in the movie theater me and my fiance were the only people in the theater and I really enjoyed the movie so yeah I feel like that one is is the standout to me. I I would say Candyman is also up there, but if you guys have heard um, the episode, that experience was not quite as enjoyable as <laughs> that movie theater experience wasn't as enjoyable as a quiet place. So, what about you?
1: So Candyman, similar to you, if you listen to the episode, you know I also had a very um, less than stellar <laughs> uh, theater experience with Candyman. However. Uh, I think that one has to take the number one spot in terms of just hype and movies that I was very much looking forward to this year. Um, I was counting down the days until Candyman and uh, I hope I didn't hit the quota yet. <laughs> <I think laughs> Watching okay. in theaters was an absolute blast. I loved the movie and it was a memorable experience from honestly the, the week before that movie was released that week of hype (laughs) up until Candyman was um surreal in its own way and it's something that i'm just never gonna forget so that's gotta take the number one spot for me um with a close second place and kind of a surprise pick for me but escape room 2 really stood out to me Mm -hmm. and i'm very surprised i was not expecting to enjoy it as much as i did but i really, really well, like that
0: movie. See, and I was thinking, I wish I would have seen Escape Room Tomb in, in theaters. I wish I would have seen that on a big screen. I feel mm-hmm. like it would have been really fun um, yeah. because I watched it on my laptop and it was still good, but I, I definitely feel like it would have been awesome to see it in, in theaters. So that is one that I'll say for the year that I do wish that I had gone to the theaters to see.
1: And then sort of last question, but Out of five somethings, I think it would be uh, only right for the homies to rate 2021 in terms of uh, how good of a year it was for horror. What do you think?
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm down. (laughs) I'm down. All right.
1: Well, if we're going to be rating the entire year, it's got to be something good. We got to make this a good rating. Like it's got to capture
2: 2021.
1: You mm-hmm. do it out of what's what's something 2021? Do it out. We could do it out of vaccines. We could do it out of Fauci's. I think I'm going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> we Fal- could do sorry, it out. Fauci.
0: We could do it out of out of reboots because
1: oh, there are yeah.
0: there are a lot of horror reboots this year, but also. For everybody else, there was also a bunch of like other rebo- reboots. Like There was the iCarly reboot, the, oh, yeah. the, new, the new Sex and the City That's reboot true. just came there out. Were, if you're watching that, please let me know because I need to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> so if you're watching this uh, and just like that, uh, go ahead and DM me. But yeah, there's been a lot of reboots this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, we can do it out of reboots.
0: Okay, sounds good. Also, wasn't there a Rugrats reboot this year or did I just make that up?
1: I know they were working, working on one. I don't know if that yeah. came out this year.
0: I don't know.
1: I'm not entirely sure.
0: All right. But all right,
1: I'm down. Let's do it. Let us rate horror movies in 2021 out of reboots.
0: All right. Uh, you you want to go first? first?
1: Oh. Oh,
0: I'll
1: go first. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go first. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, homies. In terms of 2021, I'm going to give this year... I'm going to give this year 4.5 out of 5 reboots.
2: All right.
1: Yeah. You know, I think despite everything that was going on in the world, despite us not knowing what the hell was going on and just trying to figure it all out, and despite everybody being scared and confused at the state of things, uh, we still got some good movies. And not only did we get some good movies, but we really did get some good horror movies. Um, We got some really awesome sequels. Uh, From A Quiet Place 2 to to, uh, Escape Room 2 um, to some awesome reboots with Candyman and um, potentially Resident Evil and Ghostbusters. I just think that this year really laid the groundwork for a very strong 2022. And so for that much, I got to give it a high score. I think Mm -hmm. 4.5 out of 5 reboots from me.
0: Yeah, you know, I will I will also give this 4.5 out of 5 reboots because I think we had some great moments in theatrical releases. We had a lot of things that I, even if I wasn't like dying to go to the theater, excited me still and... Though we had some lulls at times where there just wasn't anything coming out that I was too invested in, even if that was happening theatrically, there was something streaming that I was all about, whether it be Squid Game or Midnight Mass or the the Fear Street. Trilogy like there was something coming out this year that at all times I was like, I'm never gonna watch all I'm never gonna find the time to watch all everything. I want to watch There's just Mm -hmm. too much and I feel like that's a good thing to be so um, Spoiled for choice that you know that you're just not gonna get through everything Now we did have some stuff this year that were misses and we did have things that I don't necessarily know we needed and (laughs) i mean that'll always be the case so i don't really know if we'll ever have a five star year but i'm pretty happy with with the releases that we got this year and i'm still really excited to check out a lot of the movies that i missed from this year so yeah Mm -hmm. 4.5 reboots out of five
1: very nice very nice yeah same here there's Like you said, there was no shortage in movies this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got plenty on my list to still check out. Um, I can tell you do as well. And uh, even moving into the new year, we have some really dope, dope stuff to be excited for. I know everybody's looking forward to Scream in January. Um, But alongside of that next year, we also have a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mm -hmm. supposedly in the works. We have Halloween Ends. Coming out next year, along with Nope from Jordan Peele, which I'm so excited once we get more details about that. Mm -hmm. And along with those, we also have some more, or I should say some new Evil Dead and Hellraiser on the way in 2022 as well. So next year is really shaping up to be something big for horror movies. I think every horror homie out there can be really excited about things to come.
0: Yes, definitely. And yeah. Oh, and also I wanted to give a shout out to, I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to because I've heard great things about it. The Chucky TV series that came out. Um, Oh yeah, that came out as well. I really want to watch that. So let me know if you guys would like for us to cover that. Um, I'd totally be down because I want to see it and I've heard really good things about it. Also, if you are interested in anybody's thoughts about it, uh, check out the horror bandwagon, their YouTube channel. They covered they reacted to every single episode. So if you in the meantime, if you would like to hear someone's thoughts and reactions about it, then please go and check out their YouTube channel. Um, But yeah, that's the year, guys. And we're excited for next year. I I know as we've been going through, we've been telling you guys what movies we for sure know we're going to cover. If there's a movie that we mentioned in here that you are like dying to hear us talk about, uh, feel free to let us know because we are always willing to take a look at more stuff. Um, so, yeah, let us know your thoughts. And also, please, 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 what I would like to hear from you guys is what was your number one from this year? Like, what was the movie that you... Even if you didn't see it in theaters, maybe you just caught it streaming. But what was that movie that you feel like was your winner for for 2021? Um, So please let us know that and you can reach out to us on our social media. We are homies of horror on everything. Or you can slip it a slide into our discord. The link for that is in our social media bio. And you can come in there and we can talk all things 2021 horror with you guys as much as we can um, for some of the ones we haven't seen. But yeah, please let us know your thoughts on the year as a whole. You can also email us. We are homiesofhorror at gmail.com. You can always email us requests, recommendations, or business inquiries. And if you're listening to this on Monday... We are on Twitch tonight and we are gaming it up, hanging out, chilling, maybe still drinking nog. Who knows? We might be out by then, but we'll definitely be on Twitch playing and talking. So if you guys want to come and hang out, then the link for that is also in our social media bios. And last but not least, if you are so inclined, we would very much appreciate it if you would go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or a review. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more um, our podcast gets recommended to other listeners. So we just appreciate that. We love hearing from you guys and hearing how you feel about the show. So if you have an Apple account and you would like to do that, then we would love that. Also, Spotify just started doing ratings for podcasts as well. So Mm -hmm. if you listen to us on Spotify, you can go to our page and click on the star by us and you can rate us. So if that's something that you're able to do, that would also be perfect. So yeah, rate us anywhere you like. And we, yeah, we always appreciate it, you guys. But that's it. That's the end of the year for us. 2021 homies signing off. And the next time we be the next time we be talking to you. <laughs> <What> the, <fuck? laughs> the next time the next time you'll be hearing from us is in the new year. So we will see you in January homies.
1: Catch you next year homies.
0: Bye.